how can we bring technology to the classroom in an efficient manner to help these students learn and grow? This episode features Jason Wilmot at Canva, touting their latest innovations in educational AI. Following a student from kindergarten through high school and into the workforce, Canva is aiming to become the go-to resource for educators throughout the U.S. and potentially the world. I'm Arturo, and this is AI Tool Report Live. I want to thank uh, Jason and Jacob. Both of you for making the time today. We are here with Canva. I uh, got an email probably about two weeks ago saying that Canva is launching a new AI for K through eight. Is that right? Actually, it's K through twelve, and we have, we have a campus product as well, which is uh, twelve through twenty, as we like to say in the education world. Okay, this is exciting. So I I'm not only an AI enthusiast. I've been a futurist for like most of my professional life, right? Like Ray Kurzweil and Michikaku, like from way back when. So the AI boom has been thrilling for me. My co-founder and I, Martin, with AI Tool Report, um, we started this several months ago because it's like the cutting edge, exciting, thrilling, and so forth. So it's a way to kind of like have a voice in the in the conversation. Um, but from the other track is I'm a dad, right? So I've got a five, four-year-old and a two-year-old uh, and no sleep, in case that was unclear. <laughs> so I'm really pumped to hear what uh, what's happening because I, for one, am very, what's the political way of saying it? very um, cautious about the educational system that my children are coming into. So I'm thrilled to see that AI for kids is already happening for education. So without further ado, Jason, I'd love to know a little bit about the product, the inspiration, and just kind of like give you the floor for that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, well, and I'll give you a little background about our product. So we have Canva for Education, which is tailored to K through 12, sweet spot for your kids in a few years. Uh, my kids are, I have a 15, almost 16 year old daughter and a 13 year old boy who are both using Canva in school. So it's exciting to see them use the products throughout their day to day of um, school activities. And then we have a Canva for Campus product, which is dedicated to higher education, universities, colleges. Um, so we have kind of a collection of a separate product for different use cases. Um, and when you think about the why and what is happening in education, I think we, we saw the same thing, right? Like when you think about education, like the, the common themes are still the same as 20 years ago. I've been in ed tech for over 20 years and personalized learning, helping teachers save time. Um, how can we bring technology to the classroom in an efficient manner to help these students learn and grow? Well. AI is the perfect platform to do it, and Canva is a perfect place to let that come to life. And so when you think about what we did is we, we took the same strategy around Canva in terms of consolidation of visual communication tools. And when you think about the AI, AI landscape, there is a bazillion tools out there, right? Whether you want to do text to image, whether you want to do um, writing or translation or all these other features. And in Canva, we want to build it into an all-in-one platform for really learning and teaching and think about how we can strategically align what we're building from a magic perspective to support teachers and students on their journey. And the first part of that is making it safe, right? I mean, if you think about Arturo uh, as a parent, you want to make sure that your students are using a safe platform that is age appropriate, that's ready for them to use the tools that they want to use. And that may look different in say a K through five environment through a nine through 12, through a college environment. But when you think about like what teachers are doing and struggling with and some of the tasks, menial tasks they had to do over the last few years, um, you know, creating lesson plans, right? Like think about, you know, my wife's a teacher, so I can state this, like you're going into a classroom the next day, you have a lesson plan. Many of them have lesson plans from 10 years ago. Like, well, how can you make that more interactive? How can you really think about from a student perspective, 
how to make this interactive and students feel good about themselves and really engage in the activity. Well, Canva's the platform to do that, right? It's like, how do we how do we bring this to the classroom where students are like, oh my God, this is amazing. You can check out on Twitter every day. It's awesome because you see teachers posting like activities. Um, I just saw my LinkedIn, a teacher just tagged me in a geometry lesson where he was teaching kids in Canva using our animation tools and some of our AI. And they were just like engaged. They were like watching the little butterfly go on the X, the X and Y axis. And so I think that's the experience that we really, really want to bring to light is how do we bring this into a classroom safe environment and really engage students in a much deeper way? Um, and then obviously I think, you know, saving teachers time, right? You want to rewrite that lesson plan. Well, guess what? Try it in Canva. Use magic design. Hey, I want to rewrite this lesson plan in seventh core, seventh grade common core algebra. Um, and you're going to see some amazing ideas come to life and really save teachers time. So that's at a really high level, Arturo. So I'm going to pause there. I know I've been doing a lot of talking. So no, that's phenomenal. It's really cool. My uh, my mother-in-law's been a teacher 30 years. My you know my my goddaughter's parents are one's a teacher, one's an administrator in DC. So I'm I'm well versed in what like a lot of educators are dealing with. To your point of like lesson plans and just like the overworked, underpaid, doing it all attitude that so many teachers tend to find themselves in. Right. So, so it is, it is pretty exciting. So when you're looking at talk, when you're talking about something about using AI um, to facilitate the teacher journey, I guess let's start with the teacher side because you brought them up a few times. How does that work? Like a teacher actually engaging, like, is this, are you looking at like schools? Are you doing individual instructors? Like what's kind of the onboarding and like the, the teacher journey? And if you have to choose like a cohort because it's different for a sixth grader than it is for a kindergartner, presumably um feel free to just kind of like just pick something and kind of go i just like to understand how it how it connects and works yeah so i mean teachers are a very unique community of individuals and one of the things is they require training and so when you think about how we approach it um, we have a program called the canva learning consultants they are uh, current teachers ex-teachers and so we do provide training on our ai tools in the classroom because we most importantly, you want a teacher to feel safe and comfortable with the technology they're using in the classroom, right? I mean, it, we, we do not want to roll out a tool where teachers are like, I don't know how to use this, don't know what I'm doing with this, um, and this just isn't going to work for me, right? We want to make sure that they do feel safe and comfortable. So we have uh, we have online training, asynchronous training. We, we're doing live trainings. We actually trained 50,000 teachers um, in kind of a, either a virtual environment or a one-to-one -one training environment in person throughout the summer. So think about that on scale. We were training 50,000 teachers who can then take that skill of what they learned, help their other cohorts or teachers and what they're working on. So, I mean, I think it's really, really important to make sure that teachers do feel comfortable. Um, and if you've played around with Canva, the UX UI is seamless, right? Like I, I joke in most teacher trainings I do, uh, my 10 year old son, when I first came to Canva, he was 10. I left Microsoft after 17 years. Uh, he was like, what's Canva, dad? Let me play in it. And he created all his Christmas cards, uh, posters for his buddies, all using the technology within Canva. I was like, this is freaking amazing. Um, and so if a 10 year old can do it, right, we do need to provide that training, but hopefully you feel safe enough that our platform is easy enough to use that a teacher can get started. Um, and when you think about some of the things we're we're starting with as an example, right? Like um, using magic design, you can put in a prompt in terms of the lesson plan you wanna create, boom, we will generate a, a lesson plan for you. Or if you're like, hey, I wanna see what lesson plans Canva has, we have, 
we are in a collaboration with NASA and other folks where we actually generated lesson plans for you on sustainability goals with the UN, um, science with NASA. So you can search our entire library of lessons, take one of them, quickly update it. Um, and then therefore, from a teacher perspective, once again, we've probably saved you hours of time if you're looking for a great activity um, or if it's sustainability month at your school. Um, you know, once again, we have that capability where you can actually just service templates or you can use our AI and create something uh, completely unique to you in the class that you're teaching. How, how, what's been the experience kind of like butting up against if it's happened with like boards of education and stuff like that? Like, how have you tried to like navigate the idea of the politics behind the education that's like kind of, I presume, a, a navigable hurdle, right? So like, how, how have you kind of like butted up against that? Because at the end of the day, teachers have to teach to a certain curriculum in some capacity. So how do, how do, the, how do those mesh? Yeah, I mean, I think at Canva, we, we want to support that, right? We, we realize that there are state standards, there are federal standards. In any country you go into, there's other standards that you may have to comply to, right? Like Common Core in the United States, and there's other standards throughout the world that um, it is not our intent. I always tell people it is not my intent to tell teachers how to teach. They're the professionals, nor would I want to tell a doctor how to do surgery. Um, it is my intent to provide them a tool that can hopefully help support them in their daily activities. Um, and work with them to help them find the efficiencies, find how they're using it. And then obviously here at Canva, we're taking feedback on a regular basis, improving, editing, um, you know, just making sure that our tool meets those needs. But it's never my intent to provide a tool that's going to tell a teacher how to teach. Not into that, don't want to do that. Um, they're the experts, not me. And I just want to provide them a tool that I believe can increase student activity, focus on what those students need in the future, like visual communication skills, help train them to do that, and then basically have them work with the students in the platform to make sure that um, whatever state standards that they're uh, adapting, Canva can actually help support them. That's brilliant. I mean, I, I can only imagine what my experience would have been like. I, I was, I'm such like a visual and kinesthetic learner that it's like, it's impossible. I think back to like all the textbooks I had to choke down as a kid and, you know, just the idea of watching a butterfly move along a vector or something like that. It's like, oh damn, now I get geometry versus just like passing out of my desk. Um, when So so if I'm understanding correctly then, the Canva AIs, um, it's not that it interacts directly with the student, it's more of like a tool and augmentation for the teacher that it then makes the, the teaching more simplified. Is that accurate or am I missing something? It is accurate, but districts and schools have the ability to turn it on for students within a given class or within a given group. So we understand that not every district or school is ready to turn on this capability and capacity for students at this time, though we are getting more and more requests um, asking for training for students and thinking about how we can use it. Um, a, a good common example that you see in you know any social media all the time is text to image. So allowing students to work on prompting skills in terms of what's going to happen. Um, and I've seen this kind of, uh, I'll call it a lesson plan, but it's more of an activity that teachers are doing in the classroom as they're using Canva and having students create four different prompts and seeing what the visual image is changing based on their prompts. Um, so that is an activity, once again, where a teacher can use AI with students. Students can log into Canva. They're in a safe environment and they can adjust their prompts and then see the differences and then teachers ask them to describe what did they change in their prompt, why did they change it in their prompt, and what was the visual you know, change that also happened within AI. Um, so when you think about that as a future skill, right, I'm sure you know, you've been following AI probably more so than I have, Arturo, you, can, you understand that prompting is kind of king right now. Um, and so you're now, you're, you're teaching these students and it goes all the way down to sixth, seventh grade where 
they're prompting maybe like, I want to make it red versus black, or um, I want it to be this versus that. Or, but when you think about more advanced students, they may be saying, no, I want to see an aperture rating of X. I want low light. I want this scale. I want this to look like this. And so um, that's one of the things I love about Canva is you can start in it at a very young age. Um, like I said, my 10 year old was in it. And then every year you get more and more advanced. Um, the greatest thing about Canva is when you graduate, it comes with you because you can use it in higher education and then you can go use it in your college courses. And then when you graduate, it moves into the workforce and it's with you in the workforce. And so like, I think there's a lot of merit to that. These teachers are now teaching on a platform that is going to go with the student and the more advanced they get, Canva's unlimited, right? I mean, you can get more advanced in it. Some of the designs I see, I'm like, how did you do that? Like, I want to know how to do that. And their kids doing it. So uh, it's, so what I would say back to that question is, yes, um, we are really targeting to make sure teachers are using it appropriately and it's safe for the classroom and trained on it. Uh, but we have a lot of districts now that are actually turning it on for students, which is pretty cool to see. So you you touched on something that's really fascinating, the idea of longevity and kind of like this this AI that kind of follows you. So is it learning? Is it is it kind of like understanding who you are? Is that in a future iteration? Like what? how does that factor in? Yeah, Arturo, that's a great idea. Um, I don't know where that is in our product roadmap, but it is uh, it, it is it is not kind of a what's the right word, a, a learning system where based on what you do, it will position you know different templates or designs. Now within AI, the more you use AI, it's obviously iterating on what the input is. Um, but uh, great idea for a future product, Arturo. <laughs> I mean, you're getting all this data. It just it seems like the, the the way it was said, it was just like just things like figuring me out, right? Which is fine. I mean, Netflix knows me better than anyone. <laughs> I love um, it. So so rewinding a bit, um, I'm interested now. Like you know, like there's an article recently. I mean, there's a ton of them regularly, but there's I think a lawsuit I believe with Roblox currently, right? With the whole like um, the grooming and all this stuff and access to minors. So. Like, what are the safety standards? What are the sides that make, you know, Canva effective in protecting our kids? Yeah, so there's, I mean, there's a, there's a lot we do in product around content moderation with the students. So I would say within an in-product perspective, we have a lot of content moderation that is honestly updated on a weekly basis, right? It's, I always like to tell people in the education sphere, and this is just relation to all ed tech tools, um, it is a game of whack-a-mole, right? Like we are we are whacking down moles and when another one pops up, we whack it down, right? So we have a ton of content moderation in all of our tools to keep students safe. Uh, we also have a, a feature that's called restricted sharing. So we we don't allow students to share outside of uh, their basically their district or you know any any individual that was within their district, we're able to restrict that sharing. Um, and I think that's one of the core features where we do want to keep children safe from potentially bad actors and actresses. So there are some of those capabilities in terms of what we are doing. Um, and then we also have like a lot of robust privacy settings, you know, thinking about how, you know, AI, who owns the data, who controls the data. Uh, and so with a click of a button, right? I mean, I think once again, your content is not allowed. We're, we don't use your content to train our AI unless you allow us to, right? That's something that some people will allow and others won't. So um, I think just, you know, based on the content moderation, the security standards that we've put in place, um, we have single sign-on capabilities through Classlink, through Clever, through Google, through Microsoft. So we are really working towards a safe environment for students where, you know, teachers, educators, parents can feel safe that their student is working on something in Canva um, that will be safe for them. That makes sense. Siloing off, I think, is probably one of the biggest ways 
to, to, to guaranteeing safety, right? That's, that's neat. And the idea that, you know, you have essentially that you own your data, you own your privacy. I think that's a little more rare than we'd like it to be these days. So I'm sure that's like, um, what's the word? A little reassuring. So with that in mind, I guess what's currently with where Canva is right now and what you guys are building out, who's your group? Like, who's your target right now? Who, who are you looking for to help continuing to grow? Like what's, what's kind of like, where, where's Canva's focus on, 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 the, on the current iteration in, in, in your build? Yeah, I mean, when you think about what we've launched um, around the lesson plan suite, and I like to say scaffolding different activity types together into a lesson plan for a teacher, um, it, it really is going to start to extend beyond the teacher and hopefully um, advance uses within all students, right? And you think about what that might look like. Well, I may have a lesson plan activity that includes some worksheets and some visualization and an act student activity that they need to do. So. Uh, this recent release is really our first foray into kind of that student activity life cycle, we like to call it, where teachers can actually assign, um, you know, a reading path, a video to watch, and then a student activity to follow with that that's actually completed in Canva. So uh, the interesting things as it relates to grades and subjects, uh, fascinating. Um, but when you think about grades and subjects, it is, uh, the distribution is insane, meaning it is almost perfectly distributed between like K through 12 and perfectly distributed between all subjects. Um, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. So, um, that, and it's kind of cool in a sense where, you know, Canva can be a platform for all students and teachers and it doesn't have to restrict itself based on, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're only math, we're only art and design. No, you can actually, I mean, my daughter in her uh, Spanish class last year, she was asked to do a, a bibliography on a Latino or Latino of the month in her Spanish class. And uh, her teacher's like, hey, you guys, you should use Canva. And so you think about in the past when that exercise would have been done, it would have been very textual based. She'd had to write a bunch of stuff. Um, instead, she did an infograph, right? She did an infograph with, I can't remember which um, Latino or Latino she picked, but she did an infograph. She did text. She did some elements around food and other things and images. And you're like, that's pretty professional for a ninth grade student. Like, that's not bad. Um, it's not just a bunch of text. So, you know, people like you and me, Arturo, I know you said you were a visual learner, but like, I'm the same way. I can't read 18 pages of articles. I'd rather visually communicate. Um, it was pretty cool to see. That's that's brilliant. And so where, if, if I wanted to see a demo, if I wanted to interact, I know we're going to do that today, but like if someone that's listening wants to to see how this this works, wh where, where can they go to see this in action? Yeah, so if you go to um, canva.com forward slash education, so if you are a uh, K-12 teacher, you can actually validate your individual credentials on canva.com forward slash education, um, and you can jump right into our Canva for Education product. It is 100% free for all K-12 educators and students. Um, students must be invited by their teacher, or if you're a school or a district leader, um, as I stated earlier in the conversation, you can actually set up uh, SSO, so single sign-on through your preferred vendor. Uh, my team is there to help. Um, and when you go to canva.com forward slash education, if you actually click that you're a school, there'll be a form that pops up that will uh, send an application to my team and we'll get you set up in no time. Um, and then if you are in the higher education space, university or campus, um, we do have a faculty staff paid model where when you unlock the qualifying licenses for your faculty and staff, um, it's a nominal number based on the number of students you have. All your students get access to it at no charge as well. So um, you can learn more at canva.com forward slash education. Um, but those are the two ways that you could get started today and get playing around with it. That's really cool, man. I'm, I'm going to have to get my mother-in-law on this just so I can like, play with it. <laughs> really, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, I, 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 are we, are we able to do, can we, can I do a, a demonstration? Can you show me this thing in action? Yeah, let's, um, let me jump Doesn't into, be, I know, I know, and I don't want to like take up a ton of your time, but like just a few minutes, man. Cause like I'm geeked out over this. I love it. No, that's great. Let me, um, first off jump into it. Let me share my screen here. Let's see. Yeah, I got you covered here. Um, let me find which Chrome tab. I think you can see it now. Can you see this tab? It's the homepage. It says Canva Managed School in the left. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. So, and you may want to just, just as a reminder, you may want to narrate a little bit just to like make everyone excited who's not actually watching this. Okay. All right. Well, I will narrate away. So, uh, this is the homepage when you land on Canva for Education and you're an educator. Um, or if you're a student, you would see this as well based on um, how you're set up with your district or if your teacher invited you. Um, uh, you know, one of the things I love to go here is um, projects. So this is where when I was talking about the lesson plans that we actually have, uh, this is so cool because when you think about like exploring the lesson plans that we have, here you can see once again, we have partnered or collaborating with world-class folks and world-class partners to create you know, science lessons, math lessons, English lessons, art lessons. So if you think you need to create your own lesson plan, I'd first like check out, hey, I'm teaching on the solar system. Let's take a quick peek. Oh, okay, there's a what's in our solar system poster, there's a presentation, there's a white paper, and there's a student activity where they'll be asked to research planet poster. Um, if I wanted to use this in my class, I would do is select use this lesson. I can now distribute it to my students. Um, once again, all in the nature of saving teachers time. Um, or if I wanted to edit some of this capability, uh, some of these slides to add more research and other things, um, I would quickly do that as well. Um, I'm going to exit out of that and I'm going to go back home here for a second because I'm going to kind of show you some of the cool features that we may have. Um, so when you think about the magic, right, and I, I we, we use the term magic, but it's really about the AI. Um, and when I think about some of the magic that is happening here, I'm just going to go here. Actually, I'm going to go back because there's. I guess I can stay here. So um, when you think about magic, like, have you ever written uh, a presentation and you're like, now the teacher's like, I want you to create this into a document, right? Or, or if you're at work, Arturo, and you're like, yeah, like, I, I know I need to do this now. Actually, it's not sharing the right screen here. Hmm. Uh, I can actually, I got you. I got you. Go. Let's go here. here. I'm That's back right. here. So um, you can see here that like, this is a really quick way where I've created a presentation, you know, on Magic Switch. What is it? I can reformat, summarize. But once again, I'm up here. I'm going to click Magic Switch. I can, with one click of a button, transform this um, into a document. Now, let's say my document needs to be an email, a blog post, a poem. That's always fun. Or if I just want a summary of it, or if I actually need all the text that's in here, I can do that as well. Click of a button. It's going to take uh, a you know, 10, 15 seconds, and it's gonna actually switch it. Now, imagine copy cut pasting this from a Canva presentation to a Canva document. You can imagine how hard that's gonna be. Um, and this was basically using AI, scanning the document, figuring out what's important. Uh, and once again, if I wanted a summary, great. I now have this and I can go here and I'm gonna share this. Oh, wow. And so you can see here, hey, what's the textual stuff that's in this? And now I can quickly edit it um, if it, didn't do what I wanted to do. So um, I think this is this is a really cool feature here that um, can be used when teachers want to teach their kids in terms of some of the accessibility and what they want to do. Um, and it's pretty cool to see. 
Um, another thing here is accessibility. So um, this is uh, design accessibility. So if you are a teacher, you know that you need to be, and I have to click share this tab every time. I don't know why Google's doing this. I'm gonna have to <laughs> figure that out real quick. Um, but you can see here, so I've got this here on this document. Um, I can, once again, I can click this right here. I can add alternate text to it. So I have some of these capabilities to do this, or I can go up here, fire a few settings, and now I can go down into my check design accessibility, and it's gonna tell me how accessible is my document. Okay, your color contrast is great, your typography is good, you're using the right text, but you haven't installed um, alt text on your images. I now need to go back and do that. So once again, if I'm presenting as a teacher, I wanna make sure this design is accessible to all. With a click of a button, I have that capability to do that. And so these are some of the unique features um, that we have in terms of being able to quickly, you know, like use magic and AI and some of the other cool features that we have. And so um, I could do a document. Maybe you have a group whiteboard you'd like to do. So if you want to put students in groups or small pairs, you can actually have them go into the whiteboard. We have presentations. I'm teaching you how to use social media effectively. You can go do that. Um, so there's a lot of this capability here. Um, and I think this is a lesson plan that I've created. I'll share this tab instead. So you can see I've said, okay, create me a two hour lesson plan um, on the human anatomy for eighth grade students with two different activities. So sure, happy to help. Here's a lesson plan. So here's the materials they're gonna need. Here's your activity. Here's an activity one. Here's a hands-on learning. Here's assessment. Here's the overall. Um, so once again, with this magic right here, and I can search anything and click magic right, um, I can now create anything I wanna create um, in terms of an activity or a lesson plan or use prompting to help you know, really kind of make this better using AI. Um, and I've seen a lot of different things, activities here with students where they're asked to use Magic Right to analyze their own text and look at it and understand what it's gonna be. So um, pretty cool that with a single platform, you can go into Magic Right, um, or if I need to, I can once again, um, I'll open a quick presentation here. And I'm going to share this tab real quick here. So this is story starters. Um, let's see if I want to, hey, talk to your neighbor. What is the most difficult part of writing a story? Well, let's say this text, I'm going to, I want to make this text more fun because I'm working with a group of students um, and let's see what happens. Hey, what is the tough to, well, penning a tale, right? Like, so with a click of a button, I can change the tone of voice within this. Um, now this is, I want this to be more formal here. And once again, it's just making my text better. It's making it more formal. Um, and so, you know, really thinking about different ways that, you know, these activities are kind of coming to light um, with a student. If I had to draft a, a full document, I could use that to make it more fun, make it more formal. And really what you're teaching here is teaching students to write in the way they want to write, but there's different ways and whether it's more formal, whether it's more fun, whether it needs more summative, um, you can actually show that in a different way. And I think that's the power of what we're doing here in terms of some of this. Uh, we're absolutely like taking teachers and helping students learn to communicate more visually and more fun. This is brilliant, man. I'm like enthralled at all of this, just like to <laughs> see, well, I mean, you know, obviously I engage with ChatGPT and a ton of generative AIs daily. This is probably the most, um, comprehensive educational AI I, I've, I've engaged with up to now. So it, it is it is really neat to watch. To your point of like, you know, magic doc uh, or the uh, magic switch that you were telling me earlier, it's like, it almost feels like copy paste is the typewriter of our generation now. Right? Yes, like, oh, yes. Like the mouse is a different thing. 
Um, this is really cool, man. Uh, Jason, any any other points, anything else that you wanted to touch on while 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 I have you here on this? Because this is fascinating, and I encourage everyone to kind of get on canva.com forward slash education and check this out. Um, yeah, anything- no, I think this is great, Arturo. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would be my advice is exactly what you stated. Get on canva.com forward slash education and check it out. Because like, honestly, I'm learning every day. Go follow our Twitter account at, at canva.com dot at canva edu and you will see other teachers posting all the time on how they're using with students and that's the coolest thing is to see how real teachers are using this in the classroom like they're even blowing my mind i've seen third graders do some amazing stuff that you would it will blow your mind and um so just you know check it out play with it that that is honestly the best way to get started other than other than engaging with the AI and, and playing around with it, is there any other way that anyone that's interested um, can get involved and kind of like help the mission along, either passing this along to educators? Like what what can any listener do to 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 help Canva in this mission? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously teachers are very tight knit communities. So share the love, whether it be through social or up through your district and your school leaders um, and making sure that. Um, one of the things that I often find is making sure that you have the education version, right? I get emailed or hit on Twitter or LinkedIn saying, hey, I'm a teacher, but I only see the free product, right? Like make sure you're validating your credentials. If not, find me on Twitter. Um, it's at Wilmot Jason, W-I-L-M-O-T Jason. I'll happily help you walk you through the process um, or go find at Canva DD, uh, Canva edu um, and we're happy to help you but making sure you're on the education so we can make sure you have access to these premium features at no charge uh, i think that's one of the most amazing things that we do here at canva is provide this at no charge to all k-12 um, educators and students that's brilliant jason thank you so much for the time and for the uh, the one-on-one demo man this has been phenomenal i'm really excited to share this with with, with our readers awesome arturo well if you need anything else i'd be happy to speak again it was great to be here We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, you can apply to be on our show, recommend a guest, or send us follow-up questions for a previous guest by following the link in our profile. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday for the follow-up episode.